Arbitrary lists make people go roar. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. That's right, folks. It's top 10 list season, which means grab your pitchforks and your torches. Grassi, and today we are going to be breaking down the top 10 QBs heading into the 2021 NFL season and I'm sure no one will get upset. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on the Patreon side of things, we have William A. Petrovich. We have Keith A. Layton, Derek Henry Stiffarm, Inject Chicken, the CHXMA World Upgrading. Then we have Jose, a longtime subscriber, first-time patron, Agrire. I hope my Italian didn't ruin that. I tried to roll my R's as many times as I could. You have your mom's a Pats fan. No, your mom's a Pats fan. And finally, Michael True. A big shout out and thank you to all of you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Lifeless Lyric 21. We have Jordan Garcia. We have Christopher Stone. We have Stay Golden, Pony Boy, and Michael Gregory. A big shout out and thank you to all of you. So last off season, we did the top tens of wide receivers, running backs, quarterbacks, and since we're really in the middle of the dead season, I figured let's bring this thing back. And a friendly reminder, this is an arbitrary list created by Tom Grassi sitting in his basement. You can disagree. That's all right. That is totally okay. I'm going to give you my rationale as to why I have the opinion that I do, but we might disagree, and that's okay. And on this list, I have not included any current rookies because we have not seen them play a single NFL snap, so... Let's get into it, starting off with number 10, and that is one Matthew Stafford. That's right. It was between Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford, so spoilers, Matt Ryan is not on here, and it was tough. I compared stats, I took a look at some games from last year, but ultimately I wound up with Matthew Stafford, and there's a couple of reasons why. So, Matthew Stafford has 500 less yards than Matt Ryan. So right off the bat, people might be upset over that. But if you look at TD numbers, they have the same. Matthew Stafford has one less interception. And I think that both these guys are underrated. Let me get that out of the way. Matthew Stafford, though, in looking ahead in the future, I think is set up better this season than Matt Ryan is. If Julio Jones was on the Falcons, maybe I would give the edge to Matt Ryan. And usually I wouldn't use this as a barometer to rank these guys, but if we're looking at the top 10 QBs who I think are going to succeed and also looking at talent and also looking at how they've been playing over the past few years, I think Stafford just edges them out. I think that Stafford was grossly underrated on the Lions being the best guy on the football team for that team for many, many years. Now he goes over to the Rams who have an incredible defense. They have a good offense, and I think that he is just going to do wonders over there. Pair him up with Sean McVay, yeah, they're going to have a grand old time. So because of that, Stafford is just going to edge out Matt Ryan for me. Then number nine, you got Dak Prescott. Listen, you can hate on the Cowboys all you want. I do. But Dak Prescott is a good QB. The guy was going to set records last season if it wasn't for, you know, the whole 
snapping thing that occurred. It seems that Dak Prescott is doing fine on his road to recovery, which is phenomenal. But I think he's just in a fantastic situation with a ton of weapons. On top of that, he's proven time and time again that he could put up ridiculous numbers. Now, the question might come up is, is he elite or not? I think that's a little bit hard to tell right this second, but the numbers that he's going to put up, I think can be elite. And if he's able to remain healthy and be able to play at a sustained level, yeah, I think he could be one of the best in the NFL. Number eight, a little bit of a fall from grace from last year, but that is Lamar Jackson. Jackson, uh, he had a tough year. A little over 2,700 yards, 26 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. A lot of people will point to the lack of weapons. And obviously, the Ravens' run game should be the highlight of the Ravens' offense. But listen, the Ravens, they went out and they got some wide receivers, so you hope that it's going to be better. But it just seemed that, besides the lack of weapons, it just seems that defenses figured Lamar Jackson out out a bit. You could look at scheme, you could look at play calling, you could look at just Lamar Jackson heading into another year, but he just didn't look the same. I think that he is still a very good quarterback. Obviously, he's still in the top 10. I think he's dynamic. I think he caused a lot of problems for offenses, and I think if they're able to get that passing game and that running game somewhere close and being good, then yeah, this is going to be a well-balanced machine. Number seven, you got Ryan Tannehill. Yep, that's right. Speaking of underrated, Ryan Tannehill, since going to the Tennessee Titans, has been putting up Pro Bowl numbers. The guy is accurate as hell, and he's a damn good football player. And a lot of people are going to point to, oh, well, he gets to lean on Derrick Henry. Sure, I think that that's a definite, definite benefit of being on that team. However, looking ahead and what his future looks like, when you have A.J. Brown... And you got Julio Jones. Tannehill is set up for a real, real nice season. Through 3,800 yards last year, 33 touchdowns, only seven interceptions, had a 106.5 QB rating. And yeah, the guy just knows how to play football. When you think of Ryan Tannehill, you don't think about him like lighting it up, but he had a nice connection with AJ Brown last year. And again, now that you have Julio, those numbers I think are going to look even better. And I don't think people are going to be sleeping on Ryan Tannehill for much longer. Number six. You have Thomas Brady. Yuck. Third in passing yards, had 40 TDs last year, had a 102.2 QB rating. On top of that, he had more yards per attempt than Russell Wilson. And listen, I would love to hate on Tom Brady, and a lot of people can point to the defense, including myself, of really what pushed them over the edge. But Tom Brady played well last year, and it sustained good play. And while we could have this conversation all day of like, oh, well, he's not the most talented. Yeah, well, that's why I have him at number six. I think he's entering into a scenario where he hasn't lost any of his starting roster. He, they're still going to do really, really well. They still have that defense. He has tons of weapons to throw to. So yeah, Tom Brady, unfortunately, is probably going to do well again this year. The only solace we have is that he said it's coming to an end, meaning his career. So hopefully we can all have a big sigh of relief sometime soon. Now, getting into the top five, this is where things get uh, hairy and a little bit controversial. Number five, and people are going to say this is way too low, I got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, starting last season, looked like he was going to be the front-runner MVP. There was the narrative and storyline of he's never gotten an MVP vote, and people were like, whoa, we're letting Russ cook. He's doing phenomenal. And then things weren't as phenomenal. And listen... Wilson still had a good season, and I want to point out something. He was sacked 
47 times. 47. And if you want to see this on full display, go watch that wild card game between the Rams and the Seahawks because, yikes, they made his life a living hell. He's still putting up great numbers, still had 40 TDs. He has great weapons in Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. It's just about that offensive line that seemed where he was a little peeved about that earlier this season. I would say they addressed it in the draft, but they kind of didn't. Well, they got Stone Forsyth, but that's about it. But I still think that Russell Wilson's going to put up great numbers. And the only reason he's number five is because the four guys in front of him are that good. I still think Russell Wilson is an elite quarterback. I mean, I think he makes any football team better. But right now, I have him sitting at number five. Number four, you got Josh Allen. Talk about a freaking fracking improvement. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, mwah. It was like watching Mona Lisa being painted. And you go to Da Vinci and you're like, hey, aren't there supposed to be eyebrows over there? And like, shh. It's like talking to Josh Allen. It's like, hey, shouldn't there, you know, not be fumbles? And he's like, shh. But Josh Allen had more yards, more yards per attempt than Russell Wilson. And I think he's honestly in just a better situation than Russell Wilson is. Russell Wilson has incredible weapons to throw to, but that offensive line is scary. Meanwhile, you look at the Buffalo Bills, that defense looks like it's going to get even better and hopefully get back to its elite status if you're a Buffalo Bills fan. And their offense is nothing to shake your head at either. Now, will Josh Allen be able to sustain this level of success? That's going to be the question. Russell Wilson has been doing it for a longer time, and I wouldn't be surprised if Wilson is going to head back up this list when we do this again next year. But for right now, Josh Allen was damn impressive last year, and that's why he's got the number four spot. Number three, I got Deshaun Watson. Now, now, if we're looking at future outlook, definitely going to lose some points. But... Deshaun Watson, there's an argument to be made. Considering the team he's on, the complete lack of any weapons around him, that, yeah, he's one of, if not the best QB in the league. The guy was sacked 49 times. 49. Yet still, led in yards per attempt, led in passing yards, only seven interceptions. And again, I think you just have to keep in mind, Who's he throwing the ball to? I mean, Randall Cobb is there, and I love you, Randall. But what else is there? DeAndre Hopkins is gone. That defense is abysmal. And Deshaun Watson still kept the Texans competitive. So who knows what's going on, whether he remains on the Texans and that looks like a dumpster fire, or he gets suspended for a whole bunch of games, or he winds up getting traded. I don't know. But going just off of last year alone and his past few years of play, Deshaun Watson as a football player has been really really damn good. He just finds himself on a terrible team. <sighs> you see, everybody has Patrick Mahomes' number one on their list. And like, I get it. I totally get it. And he has a lot longer of a time to play than Aaron Rodgers. He has an amazing skill set. He was number one last year when I did this list. But good God, did you see Aaron Rodgers play last year? The guy was a monster. And he did it with less weapons. So my number two, and I know I'm going to be called a homer for this, is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, over 4,700 yards, 38 touchdowns, six interceptions, 108.2 QBR, has weapons galore, except an offensive line in the Super Bowl. And again, any other year in the past, like, three years, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, like, number one. But 
you take a look at the situation that he's in. He's got an amazing offense behind him. Weapons galore. Though they really couldn't figure out the whole running thing. But he's got everybody to throw to. And I think that when it comes to comparing him to Aaron Rodgers for what happened last season, there's a reason why Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. And so, in my opinion, my humble opinion, Aaron Rodgers right now is the best QB in the league. And so that's why my number one is Aaron Rodgers. He led the league in touchdowns, only five interceptions, destroyed everyone in QB rating with a 121.5, an amazing completion rating. And you take a look at who he's throwing to, and I mean this with all the niceness in my heart, Devontae Adams, who had an amazing year, but he was able to help guys like MVS have a great year, Robert Tunyon have a great year. Like, these are not household names unless you're a Packers fan. He had rushing touchdowns. The guy was unstoppable last year, and it was only his second year with Coach LeFleur. That is damn impressive. So, yes, future outlook, who knows? Got rid of Corey Lindsley, but David Bakhtiari should be back, and we went and drafted a center real early in the draft. In addition, we got Amari Rodgers, another fun weapon. In addition, that defense, I think, is going to be a lot better than the Chiefs' defense. So I think that Rodgers, if he stays with the Packers, is going to be in a better situation his third year with Matt LaFleur. And while I think Patrick Holmes is going to be amazing, don't get me wrong, right now, for the best QB in the league, that goes to Aaron Rodgers. Again, I know I'm going to be called a homer for it, but you go back and look. I didn't give it to Aaron Rodgers. I don't think maybe he was in the top three last year in my list, but he was not number one and he wasn't number two. So, A-Rod, you deserve number one in my book because of how ridiculously well you played last year. And I think, as long as you're in Green Bay, you have another shot at being amazing this year too. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Am I just a crazy person? Have you just lost all faith? Are you throwing things at your TV or your phone? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy. All social media, see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go Pack Go.